everyone. Welcome to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. If you are new here, my name is Nina Levon. I hope you are having a fantastic new year so far. I know the world is still kind of turned upside down, so hopefully you are hanging in there and ready to start on a fresh new page. I'm really excited about today's topic because I don't really think it's something I've spent much time addressing on the podcast, but it's something that I think really affects all of us, or at least most of us, from time to time. And the topic comes from a question that got sent in last week that read, why do people lie to themselves? And is it worth it to let the lie go if it's making life easier? Sometimes I feel like my whole life is a lie, but I feel too scared to question it. Firstly, I want to thank you so much for your bravery and for sending in the question because I think it's a topic that most of us would prefer to avoid for many reasons and also something that we might think is unflattering to admit to. I think most of us would prefer to think that we were really honest with ourselves, but are we? And if we aren't, what's really the harm? Well, that's exactly what we're going to explore today. We are going to talk about the many different ways we might be lying to ourselves, the reasons why we might be motivated both consciously and unconsciously to do so sometimes, and the different ways it can actually harm us when we deceive ourselves, even when our intentions are good or even when we are unaware that it's happening. So there is a lot to unpack here, but I think it's something worth contemplating because making this connection can often bring about a lot of positive changes in our lives. Before we dive in, however, I want to quickly take a moment to thank you all for being here and for your support both here and on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. If this is your first time listening, please take a moment to subscribe And also feel free to continue to write in any topic requests or questions that you'd like to be answered. I will give all my contact information at the end of the podcast in case you don't have it. So that being said, let's jump right on into the topic of self-deception. Humans see what they want to see. That is a quote from the book, The Lightning Thief, and I think it couldn't be more true. In a sense, we create our own realities because of this fact. We are able to choose what we want to focus on and how we want to interpret whatever we see or whatever we hear. We are also, whether we have awareness of it or not, really quite skilled at self-deception. It is something we truly are masters at. But that doesn't mean that we are bad people or that we are always consciously selecting when we are dishonest with ourselves or that we are lying to ourselves day and night. But it doesn't have to be habitual to affect us and it certainly does not have to be intentional. But still, self-deception is much more common than we might realize, and it can be happening for many different reasons, like self-protection, or not wanting to question our beliefs or our relationships, trying to avoid feelings of guilt or feelings of inadequacy. There are just countless motivations that we can have for doing this, and we'll certainly talk about that more in depth a little later in the podcast, but we can see that most of these motivations 
really aren't very sinister. They simply seem very human. So even if today's topic ends up ringing true for us on some level, we have to remember that we really can't be self-critical. We have to approach this consideration with self-love and understanding. We just want to explore the topic and what's really behind it. When we can understand it, we can often overcome it or at least have some kind of realization that it's there, which can be really groundbreaking in and of itself. And I know for myself, I can certainly, now that I have an awareness of this, go back in my mind and find so many situations and issues from my own past that I now know I was really not being honest with myself about. And I can also see the way that this self-dishonesty shaped my life in these cases, even though I never would have believed it to be dishonesty during these times. I think like so many of us, there were just situations where I wanted to believe what I wanted to believe. I didn't even want to consider the alternative. We've all been there. We've all had these moments or these situations in our lives where we felt it was easier or just less painful to shield ourselves from the truth. But the words self-deception can just feel so heavy, so nefarious, that it may feel difficult to even allow ourselves to contemplate if it's something that is affecting us in our lives right now. But I want to approach this topic in a loving and compassionate way because I do feel like it's something worth contemplating. And whatever conclusion we come to, it's a great exercise in self-awareness. So... What does the term really suggest? What does it mean to be self-deceptive? Well, if we are going by the dictionary, it is a process of denying or rationalizing away the relevance, significance, or importance of opposing evidence and logical argument. And while this is really beautifully worded, I think we can really strip that down to basically saying it's simply the act of lying to ourselves, believing something that is false, or refusing to believe something that is in fact true. And I think it's natural to get defensive when we hear something like this because it seems like an accusation, and it also seems like something that we believe that we are above. But again, we are merely human, and unfortunately, self-honesty is something that many of us struggle with. So let's start with the different ways that we commonly lie to ourselves. For one, I think many of us gravitate to the idea that ignorance is bliss when we are dealing with anything that could lead to negative feedback or negative revelations of any kind. And because of the fear of discovering something we don't like or we feel like we couldn't handle, we simply keep ourselves in the dark. So even though there is evidence to the contrary, we may, for example, tell ourselves that people who are hurting us will change or that we'll be able to fix them or their problems or that we are happy in our relationship even though we clearly are not. Now, of course, any of these things could be true, but if we are really being presented with the uncomfortable evidence that in our situation, that is probably not the case, 
then we are trying to deceive ourselves and not thinking critically about the situation. We might tell ourselves that we just don't have time to do the things that are important or meaningful to us, when in reality, we are just scared of failure. We might be continuing on with an activity or a tradition out of guilt without letting ourselves acknowledge that it is no longer something that we want to be part of our lives. We might be making excuses for our behavior or our bad habits without acknowledging how much they are affecting us or even harming us. We might cling to false beliefs because they simply make us feel better or more secure. We may lie to ourselves about our motives. So, for example, we may want to do something for a very selfish reason, but we convince ourselves that it's for an unselfish or a practical reason. We also might lie to ourselves about our true desires because if we were truthful, we would not be able to continue on with life as we have it now. More often than not, we lie to ourselves to either protect our ego or because deep down we are scared that owning up to the truth will lead to suffering or to unwanted change. And most of the time, we aren't even aware we are doing this, so we don't feel the immediate discomfort that we feel when we are being dishonest with other people. Instead, the self-deceit actually allows us to keep things kind of status quo for the time being. So we think it's actually giving us a sense of comfort. So we offer ourselves this false sense of equilibrium. And let's face it, how often are we as humans really wanting to go about things the hard way? If it's easier to just lie to ourselves than to face reality, it's not difficult to see why we sometimes choose to take this path. And when coming to a truthful conclusion might be paired with the possibility of hurting someone else, it's even easier to see why we might choose this option. We almost feel like it is a noble lie in these cases, like by lying to ourselves, we are achieving a greater good or we are acting as a martyr in some way. This is definitely something that I greatly struggled with personally. In fact, I think this is the number one reason I wasn't able to live a fully authentic life in the past. I thought my true reality might cause sadness to other people or cause disappointment because my life wouldn't meet their expectations. So again, it goes back to that faulty concept of the noble lie. We may feel pressure to align with the beliefs and the ideals of other people and simply not allow ourselves to question these things because we fear that doing so makes us a bad person in some way. This is something that happens so often for so many people and there is never really the realization that this is compromising their authenticity. We avoid these inner conversations because we don't want any truth to come out that might make us have to question ourselves or question our beliefs. The last thing we want to do is to have to reevaluate the entirety of our life choices and potentially have to make changes or suffer a bruised ego. We want something to be true, so we think that that must be good enough. 
But still, why should we even care if we are doing this? What is the harm that is being done here? Especially knowing that most people around us are certainly not being honest with themselves. The truth is that when we are not being honest with ourselves, we are unable to be fully at peace. When we aren't living in our truth, we are denying ourselves. We are not being fair to ourselves or allowing ourselves to be fully present. We can lose sight of our true desires and start to walk a path that really is not right for us. We can start to lose our inner voice because we have to shut down our self-awareness. And I can assure you that even though we may insist that it is, ignorance is not bliss. And somewhere on some level, we know we are lying to ourselves, which is why we avoid it, why we make excuses for it, why we try so hard to convince ourselves of the opposite. And self-deception really destroys our self trust. How can we really rely on ourselves if we are constantly suffering because of all the inner contradictions that we are choosing to ignore? It can become very difficult to because it is interfering with our self-respect when we do this. In short, lying to ourselves is self-betrayal. And again, that can feel so upsetting to hear, especially when we have the motive of trying to protect others or save them from what we fear will be negative consequences because of our honesty. But really, is it fair to anyone involved when we are living out a lie? I think that's a question that we have to answer for ourselves But the bottom line is that lying to ourselves eventually will lead to suffering. Even when we are lying to ourselves because we think it will help us maintain function in our lives so that we can keep going, self-deceit will eventually wear us down and visibly, in many cases, make it difficult for us to function and to keep going in the direction that we are going in. Unfortunately, peace and authenticity can really never be separated. If we are not being true to ourselves, we can never fully experience peace in our lives. And I know because I have been there, something is always going to be off and there is simply no way around it. And honestly, the truth tends to come out whether we want it to or not. We will just keep getting signs and experiencing so many negative emotions, and it becomes more and more difficult to keep denying our truths. People that are dishonest with themselves for long enough will start to become hostile in a lot of situations. It hurts inside when we do this. And when we are hurting, it is likely we will begin to infect others with our hostility and our frustration, which is, of course, the last thing that we want to do. It's all a horrible, vicious cycle that has no genuine rewards. So how can we start being more honest with ourselves? How can we begin to understand the areas of our lives that we aren't really being truthful to ourselves about? Firstly, I think we have to remind ourselves that being honest with ourselves does not have to mean there will be disruption in our lives. It is always our choice to take action or not. 
but it's better when we are not blind to what we are truly feeling or experiencing. So just having that understanding can make it a little less threatening to make these considerations. Knowledge is just knowledge. We can do with it whatever we'd like, but we must begin by allowing ourselves to be vulnerable sometimes and to sit with ourselves and get to the root of how we are really feeling about situations. We don't have to share our thoughts with anyone else if we don't want to. We just simply need to examine what is really going on for us. And this is not always a pleasant experience, which is probably why many of us avoid it in the first place. It can feel incredibly painful when we begin this process and we have to be patient and loving with ourselves while we are going through this. It's not easy to face our fears or to leave our comfort zone. It takes tremendous courage to do this. But when we can be honest with ourselves, we are presenting ourselves with a new hope for a life of happiness, meaning, and endless possibilities. We need to learn to break the habit of choosing to only see what we want to see. And we need to be willing to acknowledge our reality before we're really able to make effective and rewarding changes in our life. And again, this can seem very hard, especially when we are used to placating ourselves with dishonesties that offer us what we think is relief or short-term happiness. But when we can break this pattern, there is no end to the ways our life can improve or that we can grow as a person or in our authenticity. One thing we can start to do is to simply acknowledge some of the not-so-great aspects of our lives. When we try to sugarcoat all the negative things in our life or to simply ignore them, it doesn't make these things go away. In fact, it makes these things grow and become more terrifying to face. But we can start little by little to acknowledge the things that are less than ideal, accept that these feelings and these situations are there and begin to take time to reflect on these emotions and these situations. You can set aside a certain time of day to do this, or you can make it something that you think about on a daily walk, let's say, or something that you journal about a few times a week. Reflection can truly be life-changing, especially when we don't give ourselves expectations and we can let go of being self-critical or self-judgmental. Without analyzing our lives and our feelings, it makes it difficult to be honest with ourselves because we are never looking into any situation deeply enough. And it's just so important that we stop ignoring our emotions. They're so insightful. They are there to help us and to guide us and to let us know what is or what isn't going right in our life. We need to learn to think of them as powerful signals and signs and not immediately try to stuff them down when we don't want to deal with them, which is exactly what so many of us do so much of the time. When we feel something really uncomfortable, we need to stop and examine it and ask ourselves the tough questions. What is really going on? Why am I really feeling this way? Try to start to get to the root of the issue right away instead of having to dig months and months later to try to figure out what was going on and why you were feeling this way. 
Also, we need to start learning to trust our gut more. When something doesn't feel right or you have a thought or a feeling that isn't going away, again, this is something that we have to examine. Sometimes our subconscious is really trying to send us a signal and paying attention to these signals can really help us to find our truth even when it is uncomfortable. Another thing that we can do, and this isn't always easy either, but is to admit our faults and admit our mistakes. Many times we are lying to ourselves by trying to blame other people for what is happening in our own lives, making it about them instead of owning up to our own shortcomings in situations where we are actually in control. Excuses can be a huge block to self-honesty, and we really can't learn from our mistakes if we are not owning up to them. If we can push past the temporary pain of saying to ourselves, you know what, I think I could have handled that situation a little better. We can actually improve our lives by not repeating the behavior. But if we stay in that cycle of blame and denial, we get further and further away from the truth. And we all make mistakes. There is no shame in this. But let's get something out of a miserable experience. Let's make it a part of self-improvement and self-honesty. Always trying to protect our ego really gets us nowhere. Another thing that we can do is to talk things out if we are comfortable doing so with someone that we love and trust and that we don't think is going to be judgmental. An outside perspective can sometimes be extremely helpful, especially when we have a friend or a family member that is willing to be honest. And we usually know who those people are. You don't want to talk things over with people who agree with you just to make you happy. You want to be able to get real and to have someone help you question your thoughts and your perception of the situation. And don't forget, you can also talk to a therapist who can help you learn better ways to question your own automatic thoughts and beliefs and to help you to become more self-honest. It's also important that we give ourselves the space to be flexible in our thoughts and to allow ourselves to question even what we believe to be our core beliefs. The way we feel about anything and everything in our lives is always subject to change. And sometimes these changes are happening, but we just ignore it or refuse to accept that fact, which can lead us to ignore any information or any evidence that is in conflict to what our beliefs are. So give yourself the permission and the space to explore the things that you need to. Sometimes continuing to tie yourself to conclusions or viewpoints that you were once passionate about can be a form of self-dishonesty because you are not allowing yourself to consider new viewpoints that you might be in better alignment with. As people, we are constantly growing and changing and evolving, and there is nothing wrong with that. In fact, that is wonderful. That is healthy. We don't want to make every decision about our lives when we turn 18 and then just stick to these conclusions and opinions. As we grow more, 
we learn more and it's okay if our feelings change. It doesn't mean that we are bad people. It just means that we are continuing on in this humanly experience and the journey is our journey alone. It does not have to be about constantly striving for a positive public opinion or about appearing like our life is perfect or that we know everything The pursuit of our true self and the acceptance of our true experience is truly a turning point towards inner peace and leading a life that is real and meaningful. Life becomes more beautiful. Our relationships become more fulfilling and healthier and we become stronger and more fearless when we start on a path to self-honesty. Our path becomes clearer and we can discover what our true priorities and our needs are. We can never escape ourselves. And why should we want to? We are unique, remarkable creatures that are, yes, flawed and imperfect, but there is beauty in that too. So my invitation to you is to start on your own journey to find and live in your own truth, to begin to uncover what you have potentially shielded from yourself so that you can start to heal and move on and to design a life that is perfectly suited to you. I am curious to hear if you feel that self-deceit is something that is affecting your life or if it's something that you feel is not really problematic for you or something you feel that you have already overcome. Please let me know your thoughts in the comments below and I want to thank you for writing in these interesting and often very vulnerable questions because I think we really all learn from them. It opens up a dialogue that can be very, very helpful to many people. So thank you so much for your honesty. And if you have any topic requests or questions that you'd like to be answered in a podcast or in a YouTube video, you can submit them to me through my email. You can reach me at nina.lavon at gmail.com. And that is spelled N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at Gmail. And you can also reach me through Twitter. And my Twitter handle is at Nina Lavon. So as always, I truly hope you found today's topic to be healing and insightful. Please don't forget to subscribe if you have not done so already. And I look forward to talking to you the next time. I hope the rest of your day is absolutely extraordinary. Take care, guys.